Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Bet on Brazil. That's not saying that you should bet on Brazil, the football team, the Brazilian national team, because they're not playing at the moment. They're also not very good at the moment. Uh, you can bet on Brazil in the Olympic Games. In fact, you can bet on whatever you want because Bet on Brazil is Alan Brazil's new betting company and they've kindly agreed to sponsor this podcast, which we appreciate. We're going to talk about United's new manager, Jose Mourinho, in case you missed it. He's done his first press conference at Old Trafford to a very favourable reaction from Manchester United supporters. He looked confident. He looked like he could have spoke for an hour and gone on and on. And I'm surprised that the club didn't let him speak a, a lot longer, actually. Because when I compared it to other unveilings, Luis Enrique spoke for an hour when he came in at Barcelona. And when it's a feel-good factor, why not speak? Why not speak when everyone's in love with you, when everybody's optimistic when you're in the middle of a honeymoon period. Maybe the club felt that he'd give himself so much rope that he'd hang himself. But it, Mourinho was, as we saw when he was at Chelsea, at Madrid, in Milan, in Porto, he was very self-assured. He talks a good story. And at the moment, United fans are firmly behind him. And I'd say that they're more confident than they were when Louis van Gaal took charge and definitely more than when David Moyes took charge. Mourinho seemed very certain of the signings as well, which is a good thing. Three have come in, and he's identified the fourth, and there's obviously a lot of speculation as to who that would be. We've been putting bits on United We Stand's uh, forum when we get uh, intelligence, as regulars on there would know. But this podcast is going to be the second part of the United We Stand sellers. Um, they met in a pub in Manchester, and the focus was about Jose Mourinho. And then once this podcast is done, it'll probably be the last one until I go to China in a couple of weeks. United are playing at Borussia Dortmund in Shanghai and a team called Manchester City in Beijing. So I'll be there. I'll be speaking to people there. I'll do a podcast from there. And then we'll slip back into the routine of the normal podcasts um, with me doing the ones I do with Steve doing the ones, with all the lads contributing, mixing and mashing. And we've got a few decent guests lined up for the podcast as well. Until then, here's the United We Stand sellers and podcast regulars talking mainly about Jose Mourinho. Enjoy. going to chat about, uh, obviously, United's new manager and um, obviously it's been a bit up and down since Ferguson left and we had the disaster of the Moyes era and then... The sort of optimism under Van Gaal that disappeared very, very rapidly in in season two. Obviously, United have now appointed Jose Mourinho. Before we get on to him and what he does next, I just want to chat about the way it ended for Van Gaal because United came in for a lot of flack about you know pretty much anybody who was anybody was keen to jump in in the media and slag United off for the way they handled it all. So thoughts on that? Not bothered in the slightest. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm very cautious about Mourinho taking over, but I'm, I'm I am extremely glad that Van Gaal's gone because I've hated watching United this season. The amount of times selling and doing this podcast after games where I just felt fucking awful, like Ipswich after the game, Ipswich PSV, God Sheffield United. You know, really grim times. Are. You got, you got out. He, he's, he's said it three times. You got out thought by Gary Monk three times. <laughs> yeah, Gary Monk. Um, where's he gone now? He's got a new job, hasn't he? Uh, Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, right? Okay, that'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah. Have you gone by September? 
Yeah, yeah, I reckon he'll, yeah. he'll be gone by the end of this podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, about that mental. Um, we, we, what were your thoughts on uh, Bloomy about how Van Gaal was treated? Do you think, forgetting what you felt about him and how shit he yeah. was in, in terms of the football, what were your thoughts on how United dealt with it? I, think, I don't know why they're getting blamed, to be honest. So they, they kept quiet. They didn't leak anything from what, from what I know. They didn't leak anything like that. And they just announced it when they announced it. I don't know. I don't see the problem with it, personally. At least we had more class than to wait until after the cup final to sack him. Um, and I don't think, like Bloomer says, it wasn't wasn't the club that leaked. So that, that's been in the media. Everyone's known. It's been the worst kept secret since Guardiola took over at City. You know, we we dealt with things uh, a lot more classily than them. And that's the second time I mentioned City in this <laughs> in this little uh, insert. But yeah, I, you know, you know, well, the, people. The last time was last week. People are banging on. People are banging on. But, in this little slot I've done it um, you know people bang on all football football fans are fickle and you know this that and the other and it's a merry go round that's just how it is these days isn't it Van Al didn't finish in the top four so he had to go didn't he whether it was on that Sunday Monday Tuesday he knew the writing was on the wall didn't he the hypocrisy of it all is the same people who were slating Sitter for their season going tits up because they announced the manager going so early then are slating United for the way they've treated Van Gaal I mean I couldn't give a shit to be honest he's been paid £5 million wages a £5 million payoff to make put me through 12 months of misery I think they should have fired him while he had he was tied up with his pants down his ankles and everyone throwing custard pies at him let's see think he's lucky to have lasted as well because I mean any if he wouldn't have lasted 20 games at Barcelona or Real Madrid would he I mean, I mean if any any managers come into United if they're told right you have to finish in the top four they'd be happy with that wouldn't they if that were Real Madrid in December there's no way he would have lost us Not, he would have been gone he would have been gone on Boxing Day simple as that it's a strange chain of events though because you turn up every week thinking right we'll lose today he's definitely gone and then we'd win and it had just like a stay of execution it was like a way at Anfield he did it you know the cut run just kept him going didn't it we were still in with a chance at a top four but it sat moist didn't we when it was mathematically impossible it never was for Van Aal until the very last game one of these bizarre situations which happens quite a lot and we'll, we'll never know the truth unless Ed Woodward brings out a book in 10 years time you know did he know he was going it was leaked <laughs> it, it was leaked by you know Mourinho's agent literally fucking about 30 minutes after you know we'd lifted the cup and all that bollocks uh, so I, I don't I don't think uh, from what again from what like Bloomy said from what I read and, and what, what, what you believe I don't think it was United's doing as such I think it was going to happen I don't believe that for one minute Van Gaal thought that he was staying for another season um, and you know again that rumour a few weeks ago a couple of weeks ago that Mourinho has been paid £4 million since January by United you know it's like is that true really maybe he knew he was getting a job but I don't think we were paying him from January Bullshit. I don't think United were ever <laughs> going to touch Mourinho until they were 100% crystal clear about that employment tribunal that they were safe as houses that nothing was going to come out of it and all that kind of good stuff um, you, you made the point about um, there were so many opportunities where we thought it was going to go was it Stoke Boxing Day where we were on the coach yeah, and we, yeah. we, were t- we were like we were almost shocked that by the time we got back to Manchester we hadn't gone it was that bad yeah because I mean I, I looked at the, mo- the morning of that game I remember and Remy Gard was the next manager sack market Remy Gard was the next one at 20 to 1. So, you, yeah. and I think United probably did consider it, and that's why. I think they were, they were actually ready to pull the trigger, but it, for whatever reason, the, the 
he was given another chance and then uh, from that moment in my opinion I think he was always going to stay until the end of the season I was never never doubted it for a minute and then the next game was Chelsea at home wasn't it was that yeah. what score was that 0-0 one, one, uh, nil, nil, yeah. yeah but it was but we did play pretty we well we did play we? really well and it was almost like the shackles were off it was a properly United performance yeah. we went for it the crowd were up for it and then everyone forgot that shite that we watched on Boxing Day yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Didn't we beat we beat Chelsea and then played? Didn't we get? We didn't the, we had a Liverpool or the City result that came not too far after it. Oh no, it was the Chelsea game and then we went to Derby and played really well in the cup. That was it. And we thought maybe because there was rumours doing rounds that Rooney and Canick had had this chat with him and all that kind of stuff. So um, the the one who seriously wound me up because he expected because it's United, but Steve fucking Bruce, who's walked out on more clubs than fucking Jordan. Stood there giving United grief about the way that we'd handled it. He, he seriously pissed me off. The managers are always the same, aren't they? They always stick together. They always think they're hard done to and things. But I mean, they only have to work for a year in a Premier League job, and you set for life. So it's how, how do you feel sorry for people who are like that? Anyway, the, that's managerial thing is for you know if you, if you last two years in a job, just at somewhere like United, have such a poor job. I think he should just thank his lucky stars. He, he, he got the time he did. I'll never hear a bad word said about Steve Bruce to be honest. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, I wouldn't want to go in a bog after him. I, th- I think the fact, I think the, the best way to sum it up is, is that if you was a manager of United and you were told you had to finish in the top four, and you keep your job, you'd be chuffed a bit. I think. So what, I don't know what everyone's fucking problem is. Um. Anyway, the worst kept secret was announced. Um. Just in terms of your initial reaction when you heard, mm. what was you know happy, relieved. Just as daunted as we've been, what were your thoughts? Um, that's a hard one to answer um, it, because it wasn't a shock. It was, I think it was fucking everyone knew it was going to happen. But I, and obviously, if you'd asked me that two years ago, it'd probably been a, a different answer. But I think it was just a case of that anybody who's available really, because we we're that pissed off with the football that you know that we've been watching. So it should, you know, it was the case that it can't get any worse. So hopefully, Mourinho can can turn it around. But in eleven months' time. If we finish fifth and win the League Cup, does he get sacked? <laughs> I, I, I just think he was the, the right choice more than anything else. I think there's that much, that much clamour for him to get the job. You know, it's, it's kind of the, the, the itch that would never go away. And, you know, he would always, the, the spectre of Mourinho would always hang over United because everyone thinks that, the, you know, they've got these plans of what he could do for the club. So I think right now is the right time to get him in a job that there's pros and cons to every single person you mentioned you know there's his style of football and his confrontational style and this that and the other but I, th- I think he's the right choice right now Aaron yeah I mean I listen to all these people talk about Mourinho's lost his respect in football and all that garbage you know he had a bad time at Chelsea didn't he he made one a few wrong judgement calls and just growing up where everyone absolutely hating United and that Abu mentality I just think he's the right man to come in and just boil everyone's piss and just make everyone hate us just as much as they did when we were Romping to title after title after title, and I, I can't wait for it, me. I can't wait for his press conferences, and I, I can't wait for him just to rub everyone up. I mean, I, I've already had people come up to me who don't support United. I won't tell you they do support, but they've oh Mourinho, this Mourinho, that you know, grumbling about it. Well, well yeah. already people are already getting a bit panicky, and the, the first thing they want to talk about is United, isn't it? Blue knobheads can do one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to be wary of him. But it's, there's always going to be that question mark but I think it would have been stupid from United if we passed up on him again it would have been he's the only he's the only answer at the minute who else is there at the minute who's in that who's available and who can step into this type of job so yeah but anyone's available aren't they for the right yeah, no, money but I don't... That, that type of manager it's he's the only one really for me 
it's the only one that you're not going to have to pay somebody else a wedge in compensation to get him out of any other contract. But um, it's an interesting point as to has he been appointed because he's the best man for the job or the most the best available. You know. And I was elated, but I first found out when um, <laughs> I, f- I first found out when I got back to the flat after the FA Cup final, where I charged my phone and it pops up, and then that elation turned to despair when Andy rang me and gave me a bollocking for locking him out of the flat. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was all right, but it was short-lived. I love the fact that the first thing you did when you walked in was charge your phone <laughs> instead of letting your mate in. <laughs> Joking apart, is is he what United need? Yeah, I, I mean, I've looked at Van Gaal and Moyes, and they've just, even though Van Gaal was a stronger personality than Moyes, I just never got the feeling that the players, he was bigger than the players. And I think there's no doubt that Mourinho, if somebody gets on the wrong side of him, they'll be gone before him. No doubt about that. I think the thing with Mourinho is on, there's, there's a bit of this myth around him, around this this whole three year thing now. He's, he's basically had five five jobs in football. Three of them were at Chelsea and Real Madrid, which are the two biggest circuses in world football. And the other two are Inter Milan and Porto. He left as European champions to join a bigger club, which obviously is not going to do from United. So I think it's a bit of a myth, this whole, um, you know, he gets short-term success and then it all turns to shit in the, in the third year. So, I mean, time will tell, but... Sorry, come on. I just hope that he's getting to the stage now in his career. He's, he's 53, isn't he? How many more top <coughs> clubs... Has he got to go down in Europe now to manage? There's only, there's only Barcelona can't and Bayern Munich left, I, isn't there? Can't do the he's got, he's got, the gun. He's, he's got to have. He's got to have a long-term <clears> project, yeah. and I'd like, I'd like him to just knuckle down and you know have, have a six-year plan like Moyes had. <laughs> I think it's the, the one thing missing. The one thing missing from his CV is a sort of a, a legacy at a football club yeah. where he's been there for six, seven years, built a team. Perhaps you know there's even things now. It looks like we're signing a few young players, which yeah. is another myth that he doesn't do. So I, I think he's, he's building for the long term. United. I think we'll be a lot more patient with him than a lot of other football clubs will um, and then and he can probably go off in the sunset in six or seven years to go and manage Portugal which is always something he wants to do I agree I think and yeah, it's stating the obvious there's not too many clubs left is there where he's you know big clubs so, so he's, he's running out of options himself if he, if he pisses this one up the wall in two years so I'd like to think he's here for five or six years I think the good thing now is as well he's got We've actually got someone in who's getting started straight away and not in July or even August in some cases. Started he's in got, January. Well, yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, you know what you could say, like, yeah. But he's he's getting started now. He's, he's signed Carrick up to a new contract, which needed to be done, so in my do think, view. Do you yeah. think Carrick so, Bailey was his choice? Yeah, yeah I reckon, yeah. <laughs> I reckon it was. I reckon whoever he was going to end up at, I think he's going to have a core set of targets that he'd bring to that he's, he's like, his last Chelsea job was a disaster but well it certainly was the last season but I, I just don't think I don't think he ever wanted to be there in the first place for that Chelsea job I think once the United um, interest came, came available he, he, he never looked comfortable there so I, th- I think people can dismiss that a year ago he was the best manager ever and now all of a sudden are we speaking up to put us up because we're reds or we, is this what we're hoping to happen? Yeah, well, you, you never know, do you? You know what I mean? It's, you can't, you, like, time will tell. Like but to think, they just don't want us to sound too naive. That's all. You know, it, it might be that you know, you just start pissing everyone off after three months. And if he comes in and gets his head down, wins a few domestic. Like you just have there. <laughs> 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 wins a few domestic trophies, and then Barcelona might want him in a few years. Might be able to go there. It's just an appropriate time whilst we're talking about Portugal and, and new players to mention Nani. Um, no, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm, I've been in an all right mood. <laughs> the, uh, is it? 
but again, where's that come from? Six million get out clause. It's Portuguese. He's twenty. He's twenty nine. I, I think. To, I think if you if your get out clause is set at six million, I don't think <laughs> United aren't willing to meet it. They say. Yeah. Blue is is five point five million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it's selling for about twelve or something. Was it? Oh, I don't it know. Peanuts? No, it was yeah. less than that. Peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. When it's undisclosed, it's usually an embarrassingly low figure, you know. And bear in mind, we disclosed the two million that we got for Phil Neville and Nicky Butt, so we're probably less than that. I think there's, there's a couple of things that, that seem, people seem to be missing with it. Is the um, I, I think your point about where does he go next? I don't. I think this will be his last ever club job. I can't, I can't see where he's going to go. I mean, the Barcelona thing was mentioned, but I don't think they'll want him. And he, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, probably both actually. Eat your peas. Yeah. <laughs> at least I'll keep you quiet for a bit. I mean, cheese and onion pie. Yeah. Yeah. Use a fork at least. Shut up. Yeah. He's eating peas with his hands here. Be here all night. Garden yeah. peas. He was in the toilet before and he didn't wash his hands either. Piss yeah. peas. Fuck off. <laughs> This, I think this will be. Um, I think this will be his last club job. So I think yeah, he's not going to want to go out with his last two jobs being rubbish. I think the other thing that people seem to be forgetting is he's wanted this job so 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 badly, right? And I just think for that, I think he genuinely would have done anything to get it. I agree completely. I've, you know me, I like a conspiracy theory too. And I was saying from the start of the season that says the last season, sorry, that that he just didn't look right in Chelsea, and I'm still convinced. I think he was, I'm still convinced he was the architect of his own downfall yeah. there. I think he leaves a great job at Chelsea at the beginning of the season. But, 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 <laughs> but he leaves out. He leaves out with his. You know, he's, he's still intact with the Chelsea fans because he was sacked. He didn't quit to go to United. He gets a nice payout to join the new club, and you never know what these little contract stipulations are with when he left Chelsea. You know, people are saying, why didn't we sack Van Gaal, Van Gaal earlier? But I'm still convinced that this was a done deal for a long, long time. And that there's probably something... You know, you get put on guard in leaving the terms and conditions of your payouts and things like that. And I don't think he could have took a new job till this summer. So, I'm, like I said, I might just be talking out my ass, but I'm, I've, I've said that for a long time. I said that back in January. We were saying, is it going to be this week? Is it next week? If we win the next two games, is he safe? If he wins the FA Cup game, is that key? And I kept, I kept saying, I think, I can't see him going before the end of the season. I just, I just felt that, that for whatever reason there was that we were not going to sack him until until May June. And, I feel, you know, I feel Mourinho's always had a kind of affinity with Old Trafford, particularly because that's where he burst onto the scene famously mm. when they ripped us off in that Champions League game. And uh, he's always had nice things to say about Fergie, hasn't he? Yeah. And then uh, it was almost a bit sickly when Real Madrid came to town and uh, he, he were purring over how big a club we are and he, he was embarrassed that we knocked us out that night when the Turkish referee did us over and yeah. I think he was just trying to suck up to the United fans and I think he, he did he did really want the job and I, fi- I feel that he genuinely thought that he had the job when Fergie went and you know for some reason we went for Moyes but yeah I think he, his time's come now and, but he's, he's one of those at the minute who's splitting opinion I mean my uncle turned up at barbecue last week he wanted to fight everyone he's a United fan he wanted to fight <laughs> everyone and he's, having, he's having 50 pound bets until he calmed down that United aren't going to finish in the top half because of Mourinho and I just think he's polarising people but I've, I soon think that we're we'll, we'll all getting the right channel and uh, I'm looking forward to being winners again I go, uh, go back to what you said before Steve that, that employment tribunal had a lot to do with that I reckon I, I, don't, I don't think United wanted to get involved in all that so I reckon they've, they've made it wait until now it's, it was done within a day and if you look at him now as well Every time I've seen him, he's had a smile on his face as well since he's been here. So. He's even got a United pencil case, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you it's like Moyes, he had a he, mouse map. That pencil case, he had that 18 months ago at Chelsea. 
yeah. I reckon he's better off taking over United now than he was after Fer- straight after Ferguson because we had loads of um, age players, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Whereas now there's loads of room on the wage bill, loads of places, room in the squad. Yeah. Can do his own thing, so I think he he's far better now. I think he would have failed first time. Yeah, I disagree with that. I just want to go back. I, I, I don't condone your uncle causing trouble over football at family family related <laughs> events. <laughs> uh, disgraceful that. Right. In terms of what's he got to do next? What his first? What is? I'll tell you later. What's he going to do next? What's his priorities. Okay, he well, he's got 200 million to spend, hasn't he? Well, 170 now. I think Slatan's a given. I think that's just uh, a matter of time. Uh, we've, we've said it all, all season, haven't we? Centre half, centre midfield. He's, he's, he's got to spend very wisely. Um, and I'm sure like, he's been looking since January, if not before, at five or six players he wants to bring in. Uh, how many he gets rid of is another question. Hopefully not too many, because I think there's some good squad players who deserve a second chance. I think Ant said that end of last season, after one game, about three or four players who have been well below par this season, that maybe under a different regime, they'd probably perform better. That's like the likes of maybe Rojo, Depay, you know, to, to name just but two, Snydlin. You know, under Mourinho, it could be a completely different story. I think anyone who's in the squad who isn't six foot three is probably going to have difficulty persuading him to stay at the club I think it's pretty clear that he's, 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 he looks for the more he knows the Premier League doesn't he, he, looks, physical, for the, he looks for the more physical lads yeah. you know he's straight away with the players he's signing I think he's sold. But, but, but I also, <laughs> I also think it, I, I, you know again you get all the idiots on, on the internet going on oh let's get rid of nine players and buy all these players mm. I, like, like mm. he, we've done it for three years now work. I think it's a case of more of a sort of mm. more of an evolution rather than revolution type thing where there might be one or two out three or four in give everyone another chance again I think you always look. You look at Mourinho's sides, and they've always had a strong spine, haven't they? And you know, lads who you won't want to meet in, you know, meet out there in a pitch, meet out in a dark alley or whatever. And uh, you looked at United squad last year, and who, who on that pitch wouldn't you fancy yourself against in a fight? fight. Well, I've, I've said it a number of times. The only people you class is, is Fellaini. He's the only person. But I, I don't think Fellaini's a Mourinho starting eleven player. I think he's one to come on. But I think I think you'll see your strength. We're probably buy another centre half. We need a couple of centre midfielders, and it'll, you know, Zlatan, we'll get Zlatan for a season, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Although I don't think that, you know, Rashford is all that. I don't think he should be a player. I think Rashford should be a player looking to play 20 games next season, not not any more than that. Definitely not regular. I mean, f- from what you read, he's he's looking at a couple of midfielders, and he's, that, he's seems like he's identified that as a main area, as well as, of my view, defence as well. That's, I think, still think we need one more. Ibrahimovic, I'm not. I don't know. There's a question mark over that for me. I still think we need another striker on top of that. Um, <laughs> apart from the lads that came in, like I don't, I don't think Varela's good enough. Um, three players last year that I don't think are good enough to play for United: um, Morgan Schneiderlin, Damian, and Varela. I think the others I'd like to see given another chance. Um, I mean, Fellaini. I know, I know everybody mocks him and stuff like that, but. He's useful in a squad, and we've got a very small squad. So, what, what, what's the what's the problem in just keeping him, keeping him for ten games a season or whatever? I think one thing you always used to get when Ferguson used to buy players, or you know, you can be a good player, you can have all this talent, but that was only make half of the makeup. And I think the current United side is massively lacking in characters and leaders on the football pitch, and I think they're the sort of players he's going to go looking for. Someone who just adds a little bit. So, you know, big teams have come to United over the last three years, and. Under Ferguson, they were beating the tunnel. 
they come to United now and think, you know what, we've got a fucking chance here yeah. if we have a go against these. And, and I th- the yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what the sort of players he'll look like. It's, it's players who are going to intimidate a little bit more. And I think they're the sort of characters mm. he's going to look for. Yeah, I agree. A bit, a bit previous. Um, what, what I was going to say was about the young players. What's the offence? You know, obviously Rashford. Um, they're the main two, and even Lingard. To be fair, he's probably earned himself. You know, at least another season, hasn't he? Winning the FA Cup. But the, the young players in particular. I hope whoever he does buy, it doesn't force them out. I think, like you just said, Bloomy Rashford. Yeah, you probably won't expect him to play 35 games next season, but I hope it doesn't mean that if you sign Ibrahimovic, that it means that he fucks off on loan for six months. I think they deserve to be within the squad. If he buys four or five players, I just hope it doesn't push those younger players out of the club, you know, even if it's just for a temporary period. I think they deserve to. Potentially, we could have 60 games next season. If you can, yeah. if you can go find out your Europa League, you know, yeah. Ibrahimovic, if he does sign, he isn't going to play every week. Rashford looked towards the end of the season, looked like he needed a rest. There's no harm in having two strikers for one position yeah, to play 60 games. That was the problem last season. I said it multiple times last season. Van Aal made the mistake of having a small squad going into a season when he knew he had more games as well. And that, that was his biggest mistake. And I, cats down there. And that's the that's a fucking goose, that. So, so. It's followed us from the car park. Oh, fuck. But, um, without getting too political, if we leave you, will he get more or less for his 250 million euros? That's too political. That's far too political. <laughs> <laughs> my battery's run out of yeah. my calculator. Yeah. I've got a currency exchange on me at the minute, so... We won't leave, by the way. <laughs> No, we definitely won't. We've all got 1.35 on Betfair. United left Europe quite a while ago, actually, but we're not going to. Twice. Yeah, United will leave Europe quite quick. You're lucky that Schengen law's in you. (laughs) (laughs) What what was the question? What was the question again? It's a week today, isn't it? The uh, the referendum. What's that got to do with this? It's a week week today. Just what people are listening to. It's a week today. The list. Boris Johnson. Yeah, it's the 23rd. It's a week today. Yeah, 16th that's right. today. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, well spotted. Anyway, we did that one last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Ant said, Ant, Ant, Ant said, um, Ant, Ant's, Ant's mentioned a couple of players that he's got to get short of. Um, in his view, who do you think's definitely going to be for the chop? Oh, um, I think Phil Jones. Good. <laughs> I don't think Phil Jones will go. And he likes the he likes the versatile lot, doesn't he? I, I, I think possibly. Some, did, you, did you see Phil Jones in that modelling oh, thing yeah. yesterday? Fuck. Frightening. Oh, on this summer, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. But the, because of obviously, have you seen how much makeup they put on him? He looked like a travel suite. He, he, he looked he looked <laughs> like he had one matter up his top though. <laughs> I think Matt is an interesting one with Mourinho. Who knows what's going to happen there? Um, the other one, which I'm not sure about, is someone like a, a, again, depending on who he buys, is Valencia. I'm not sure whether he'll be there next season. I, I, th- I think the thing is, what he'll do at the minute is he'll realise the squad's mm. obviously too small. You see who you can get in the summer. You know, you, you don't go selling players before you've bought players in. So he, he needs he needs to probably increase the squad by three players. So I don't I don't think he's going to sell that many players early on. I think maybe someone like Matt or area you can get a bit of revenue in but I don't yeah, think we'll sell to a lot of players who, who probably will only play less than 20 games um, Carrick fucking Schweinsteiger what, you watch Schweinsteiger play, play every game for Germany and, and be, come back injured in he might be uh, <laughs> he might be someone who you might but think about getting rid like of that, yeah, Ant's yeah, desperate yeah, to say Ant's Ant, Ant, Ant stopped eating to say something this <laughs> must be important <laughs> remember when after we beat Arsenal when Phil Jones said we could still win the league yeah. <laughs> 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 So the man who heads the floor. 
he did that, didn't he? So you got three or four players at the end of a, you know, Karik Ibrahimovic if he comes, who are at the end of the careers, who are going to play quite, you know, probably less than twenty games because they can't hack it. And then you've got the younger ones who probably you don't want to burn out again. So you've got a lot of players who potentially can't play more than. Like you said, 40, 45 games. Yeah, I, I think if we get a few strikers in, that spells the end for Ashley Young. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. And, 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 and maybe some he's, fullbacks. He's one of only probably a couple of utility players, though, isn't he? You can play him three or four positions. He's probably actually the one player in the last two years who hasn't really done a lot wrong. He's the Phil Neville of five, six years ago. How many how many positions did Ashley Young Imagine being the new Phil that's Neville, I mean. fucking hell. <laughs> the old Phil Neville doesn't want to be That's the issue though, putting him up, <laughs> up top nine, twice in fucking four games. Which, oh. um, what are your thoughts on, obviously, the, the two big reputations that he's got that keep getting chucked our ways that will knacker the youth system and that will play shit football? Thoughts on that? I, think I don't know about the youth, to be honest. I mean, he, he seems like he's going in the right direction with, like, you know, getting well, getting Rashford on new contract, Jackson signing that uh, young lad from Villarreal as well. So it seems like he's getting in the right direction. Do you not think that be one of the uh, the terms of his contract though? When he signed up, look, mate, yeah. look, Jose, you can't just come in here and, uh, and with, with sign still being there. That's what I was exactly what I was going to say. With Fergie still being there, it would have been listen, mate, you can't come in here and fucking do what you did at Chelsea. I still think the United youth things. One of the another one of the big massive myths in football in the last twenty years. Great, is it? In the last twenty years, the best player United have produced is Darren Fletcher in twenty years, and we still keep playing this whole youth thing. That. They keep going on about wanting to play, wanting to promote these players while they're also cost-cutting at this level. I, I don't think it's the job of Jose Mourinho to worry about. I think they have enough underhands managers now with, with a first-team squad. Some, something should be done with a youth team that, that we're producing. If we're not producing the players, don't play players for the sake of playing them because that's the United way of doing it. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to produce quality youngsters first and I think Mourinho will just simply play the best players that think are going to get you a result. If, if, you, if, you, you know, if you're good enough, you're old enough and all that. But the game's moved on as well, hasn't it? Even since Fergie's left three years ago, the, 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 the cost now of fucking drawing any home game against fucking Norwich or Villa is massive. So but it's a massive risk putting a 17, 18-year-old We've had to do it last season. Martial, you know, Rashford and Lingard, they wouldn't have played. Under, yeah, in a, exactly, yeah. So, But it's a massive risk now. I mean, you, you, you can't afford to drop too many points at home, especially. It's, it's easier to bed youngsters when you're at the top as well. I think right now we can't afford to be taking risks. So that came out very wrong, that, didn't it? That came out very wrong, but... mid table we have, I just forget that. I didn't even mean it in that way. It just sounded a bit nonce. Yeah. But, yeah, well, welcome to the latest top of the pops podcast. Once you're top of the league, you know you make maybe let a few players in. Right, right now when you're fifth in the league, you can't go bringing four or five kids through again. You've got to get yourself up there before you can start. Ferguson let a, let a few through his fingers though, didn't he? Because I remember. Is this another euphemism? Here? Sorry. Can you start again, no, he did though. I mean, so I remember having about I remember having about eleven defensive injuries, and we we we'd pick Carrick at centre half rather than picking a youngster. Or remember, you, you got to say the Paul Pogba thing against Blackburn as well. You know, he didn't. Rafael and Park Ji Sung centre midfielders. Yeah, yeah. And that was you know that was six seven years ago. So and it's changed even more now. You know, the money in football is fucking stupid, and you, like I said you just can't afford to to draw against anybody at home, let alone Norwich. The two clubs that have absolutely mopped up in youth level over the last five. Six years, and that's Chelsea and Sitter, and they don't—they barely bring a player through. Tottenham's been 
Chelsea still don't, still don't all these years later up since Mourinho's gone. Because it's hard work. Because like it's like someone just said then, there's, there's that little patience now in mm. football, where if you if you do bring young players through and you have to accept that inconsistency. Fans don't want to don't want to do it. And oh yes, City fans bring through Nigerian kids and then claim that they should be in the England squad. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had one said to me, I can't believe Rashford's in there and Ian Acho's not. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh dear. What well, um what do you reckon obviously we talked about what he does in terms of squad and pitch. What do you reckon he's gotta to do to get because let's face it, this is still somebody who's who stood on the touchline to pretty much the whole of Old Trafford singing for off Mourinho. So he's still got some bridges to build. And I think he's going to come in and get a lot of adulation largely because of who he is and more than who he is. But what do you think he's got to do to keep the support on his side? I think he'll be judged on Rashford's um, progression. You know, I really... Even if we win the league next year and he plays five games, he'll get a lot of shit for that. And I do think he will be judged for that, definitely. But do you not think that's that's it's, it's a falsity, isn't it? That's even a word because that Rashford's <laughs> yeah, just no. come through, and you know it's not the worst word that's been used on this podcast <laughs> this season, is it? Let's face it. The thing not is, that to, to, well, yeah, I know I'm not I'm not saying it is, but you know I'm, I'm agreeing with you to a certain extent. But a lot, a lot of these fans are pinning our hopes on Rashford. He's an 18-year-old kid who's just come from nowhere, mm. and he's had a lot. He's had a lot of luck, hasn't he? You know, he's nowhere near as talented as Rooney was at that age. Well, he just need nurturing, doesn't he? <laughs> Memphis Depay's a few years older, no, isn't no, he? But seriously, though, at the start of last season, if Rashford was treated like, like Depay was last year, coming into a new well, league, yeah, yeah. like started as our first-choice left winger, and then when it goes a bit tits up, he gets three minutes every two months, then he, he, Rashford will be the same. But you know, you, you, you can start Rashford at home, can't you? And if it's, yeah, not, exactly. if it's not going right, then, the then bring much, Messi on. The too, <laughs> yeah, the too much football thing is, I, um, Michael Owen played too much football when he was 17 or 20, yeah. and that's why by the time he was 28, he was he was fucked. Like the old Ronaldo, Robbie Fowler. You could even argue Wayne Rooney was in that category as well. Yeah. But uh, I, I just think the one thing with Mourinho is, I don't think... United fans aren't quite as unique as we like to think we are. And... If we win, if we win, we're up there. We beat City. You're, you're going to win trophies. That's not all it'll take to get him on side. And, and I think Mourinho will do that. And it, 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 the one thing he's got on his side is, all right. People say he's, football's not that attacking, but he's not possession based like we are. And let's face it, we're all absolutely bored, shitless of exactly. having 70% of the ball passing yeah. side to side. We, in the only United way we like playing counter attacking football. It's been, it's been mentioned a million times when he was at Madrid, over 100 goals in two of the seasons of that. Yeah, exactly. Two out of the three seasons were there. So that's that's absolute bollocks. That. It is a myth. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is a myth. I mean, that, that Chelsea side, 0405, that won the league at Bolton. What a team yeah. they were. They were about 95. They've got 95 points, didn't they? Points and they're only boring because the they won every week. Now, so. he, he gets, Mourinho gets the most out of what he's got. If, if he can play attacking football, he'll play it. If, the def, if he needs to defend, he'll defend. I think he's that sort of manager. I think a good start is what we already mentioned is in the next, what, eight weeks, what who he buys and gets it all sorted, hopefully, before sort of middle of July. When, when do we go on tour? Is it China? We, we play City, don't we, somewhere as well? I mean, yeah, you know, you want it all, you want it all, <laughs> you want it all done and dusted for once. Fucking, I hate that fucking January, well, the January and the August window, but you're fucking around at the end of August when the season's been going for two or three weeks. So I think that's a big part of it. If he can get the, his squad, no matter what you think of who he's brought in, just get it established and close the door 
which which I think he he did two two seasons ago at Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Didn't he sign his last player fucking about well, uh, middle of beginning of July or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was done and it worked so, and it, everyone settled. You go on you tour. Know, the only thing is because of that Euro, so if he gets couple in before that's for that, that's yeah. that yeah. That's fair enough, and then he'll do the rest after that. So, Moyes signed his first player on the sixth of September. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is, is like, I think whoever mentioned might, might be Nant. Um, his, his, his press conferences, his press, his, his, you know, his interviews, his press conferences are going to get United fans going, aren't they? And especially against you know Guardiola and Wenger, get that rivalry going again. And you know, he'll have a lot to say. He doesn't like Liverpool, does he? I don't think. So I've got a serious issue with him um, for various reasons. So yeah. that's not going to do him any harm. I reckon his first press conference and he just rips the piss out of people and like <laughs> and acts like a United fan. Yeah, that'll be good. <clears throat> you just know he's going to do a knee slide. Um, at some point cost Liverpool the league that would top that wouldn't it yeah. well, well <laughs> he went, like he went. fucking prick as well <laughs> <laughs> just waiting sports yeah. direct that morning so. scarf on didn't he <laughs> scarf on in April it boiling up Jilly as well yeah. Yeah. with a white under <laughs> white under I, I always watch that video when they got that second yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why we are going to love him because they'll yeah. do things like that and you used to look at him and think what a knobhead and he used to be bored me for the time when uh, he was at Chelsea the second time like, he just talking mm. shit pal but I just cannot wait for him to come in and just just rip the shit out See, of everybody. I hope you get all these the referees though I mean this year it got a bit got a bit shit that didn't it do you know when every, every, after every um, game you just kept laughing at the referee like at the sides like you get all these idiots on the internet, don't they? And they, they, they? For examples of United fans telling him to fuck off when he's at another club. We place for another. He's at another football club. Yeah. What we're supposed to do? Yeah. Never boo or have a go at anyone else in case we buy him at one point. Yeah? Oh, yeah. That's just that's just the nature of football. If you're at another club, you're a cunt. You're not ours. You're all right. It's our fault that we're making a seventy-seven point two million pound loss on uh, Pogba, isn't it? Alan Smith, Leeds. <laughs> I'm hoping that United. I'm hoping that. United have got a sell-on clause in Pogba's uh, thing so that when we buy it back that we actually get 20 more million quid for it we can end up making money out of that still but knowing that they wouldn't have been in there um, no if we balls no no have we all was like um, he's apparently he's a bit of a knobhead anyway he was uh the bloke who writes pog boom in the side of his hair is a knobhead. Oh, surely not. No. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what his fucking hair looks, hair looks like. I'll pull it. Just think about how many knobheads we could have in our team next year. Him and Fellaini in midfield, imagine. And Zlatan up front. That's not going to happen. The spine of John Terry, Pogba and Ibrahim. You know one of the best things I saw this season? What a spine. The best thing I saw this season was when Tottenham basically lost the league at Chelsea. And they just went through snapping everyone to and death. Yeah, yeah. Proper slap tires behaving. I thought, That's and everyone's going how bad it is. And I thought, That's brilliant. Yeah, I would love, United. I would love United teams to be like. Yeah. I can imagine the old United teams in '94 to be like that. Yeah. Whereas now, one match would be probably patting people on the head, and that, 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 that match could have been abandoned, yeah. couldn't it? They could have ended up with six players. That's the sort of thing <laughs> I want. Back from here, they, they, you can tell that that's a team who's upset that they've lost. They're not just accepting it gracefully. Yeah. There's, um, there's, a, there's about a five minute video on YouTube of all the aggro between United and Arsenal over the years. It's one of the best things you can watch. Have you heard the new. Uh, you talk about like losing games McCarthy in the tunnel. Have you heard the new. Um, <laughs> finish your pie now. Yeah. You can actually get sent off in a tunnel now, can't you, before the game? It's a new law for the Euros, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, not before the game. 
can't you? You can after, but not before the game, yeah. So oh, that's been five aside. It'd have been five aside at <laughs> Arsenal the other year, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sound bad that game. I'll see you out there. No, you won't. <laughs> no, 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 An added caveat is that sure never happened. <laughs> someone is sent off in the tunnel, you're allowed to replace him before the game, so it still starts at eleven v eleven. So there's a ball in the tunnel. Right, I, bet, I bet you any money it doesn't happen in the next ten years. Yeah, yeah well, it's just a rule. Won't happen. <laughs> Everybody's fucking soft as shit these days. Too busy having hugging each other. Swapping shirts at half yeah. time. Pogba yeah. gets an off tomorrow yeah. night in the tunnel. <laughs> One thing I've learned doing these podcasts for the last two years is to know when it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's time, time, time to wrap it up. Uh, one Thursday. last question on the Mourinho thing. What's, what, does, what would you class as a successful first season? Um, qualifying for the Champions League, definitely. And a, and a, a cup in any form. Second in the cup for me. I think he'll do well in the Europa League, personally. I think he'll really want to go for that. <clears throat> Third in the Charity Shield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that pretty much what Moyes did? No, um, I think Mourinho will be disappointed with anything other than winning the league. And I think the fact that Leicester have won the league, I think that's the, the, where we should aim. As fans, I think we'd be happy for top four in the cup again, but um, I think we should be aiming to win it. Yeah, beating Guardiola, so whether that means finishing second or first. Uh, I'd, li- I'd like to win the Euro- I'd like to win the Europa League actually. So I think I think he'd like to win it. He's never, he's never won it, has he? Yeah, he has. But how many games? Beat, Celtic, Celtic, Martin O'Neill, Celtic, yeah. Celtic, didn't he? So he didn't. So he didn't make me a living, did he? When does it start? <laughs> Not tomorrow. Europa, Europa League. Ten, yeah. yeah. There's, there's some. The 17th of July tomorrow. Yeah. Already in the 16th qualifying round. June. There's some teams that play their games before the. The Euro, European Champions, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, European Champions is coming. I, I, I think the, the point about, I don't think United can afford to say we'll be happy with fourth and a and a cup again because that's becoming almost too Arsenal-like, too much like their own. If we do end up with, you know, this is a manager who's won eight league titles in twelve full seasons at a football club, and this is a full season, so he ain't going to want to not be competing for a title. Let's still remember, he's coming in into a league that Leicester won and no one else is in there that's of any real note to be fearful so if he does turn up here and then he suddenly starts not just adding to that squad but you know that a good manager will get a better level of performance out of players um, I think it was Doves and Ant who said on last year like one of the ones we did at the end of last season there's too many players in there who've only ever worked under a shit manager and they're going to get better so I think United I've got to set the sights a little higher on it but um, I think we're all in conclusion it's not going to be dull is it no, no, no. You know what I mean? Uh, Ant, uh, Aaron, John, cheers for your time. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks when we next get bored. <laughs> <laughs> when we next get told to get out of our houses by our missus is because they hate the sight of us already. Well, in my case. Reading his testimonial, we're doing them after. Well, yeah, yeah. Now we'll, 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 get, we'll, get, we'll get together before then. So. Cheers, lads. <laughs>